Hello, fellow brethren, and welcome to the podcast of Kadesh Family, Church of Tampa Bay, Florida. The message you're about to hear is a faith-filled message by Pastor Patrick Aqua, a beloved son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills. Open up your heart, listen with faith, and allow the Word of God to bring positive change and transformation into your life. Happy listening. God does not just love one continent or one group of people or uh, one race or one color. God loves every person in the world. I would mean. And you know, many a times our own geographies or I was I recently I was reading a book, you know, called The Prisoners of Geography. <laughs> Wow. My wife was asking me, what type of book is this? <laughs> and the writer was saying that, that whatever happens in any country or the behavior in every country is a result of where the country is located. And he gave point by point reasons why things happen the way they do, you know. And also you see as people of geography or people who grew up in certain cultures or geographies because of how we grew up do you get it our viewpoint in the world tends to be very limited to where we are you know so if you live in zambia you know your whole world is just limited to zambia you eat zambian food you want to marry a Zambian woman, you dress like a Zambian, you know, you don't really venture out of your culture a lot. Do you get it? And that thing causes us to, to be limited. Are you with me, church? Yes, sir. Be limited. For instance, I mean, look at all the cuisines in the world. Okay. If you live in a place like New York City, you can enjoy all the wonderful cuisines in the world okay now if you live and you say that look you live in new york city and all you want to eat is eba and okra soup you get it you are not going to enjoy living in new york city if you don't also extend your appetite towards other meals and other cultures Yes, that sir. you should learn to eat some pasta. Tacos. You should learn to eat some Philly cheese steak. Mm-hmm. And uh, you should learn to eat different types of Italian pizza. That's you right. Get it. But if morning is ever, afternoon is ever, evening is ever. Mm. Get it. I think I'm talking to Jamie at this point, you know. You realize that you are not really, let me, let me put it, not that you are not enjoying New York, but what I would say is that you are not really enjoying the diversity and the culture that God has given you. Hallelujah. Preach. Our God is a global God. Come on. Amen. Our God is the universal God. Amen. Hallelujah. God's Amen. love is not restricted to a country or a race. And normally we can we tend to think that God loves one race and doesn't love the other. Hmm. You get it. If you're an African, you can say things like, Oh, Africa, God must love us because we spend a lot of time in prayer. Hey, you get it. I've heard things like, Oh, my God must love 
Africans because we pray a lot. That's right. But it's not our prayer that will cause God's love to descend on a continent. The Bible says, God so loved the world. Do you, do, you, do you get what I'm saying? He loves the world. He loves white people. He loves black people. He loves brown people. He loves people in India. He loves Muslims. Don't yes. you think God loves Muslims? Yes. Of course. Yes. Christian, you can think that even God's love is restricted to Christianity. But think about when God is planning rain for the earth. He doesn't yeah. look like he doesn't look for, oh, let me reign on the Christian world and not on the Muslim world or the Hindu world. Do you get it? God loves people, period. Preach. Do you get it? And even yes, as sir. a Christian, you can be very biased, you yeah. see, and say that we are the chosen ones. They are the evil ones. Mm. You'll be surprised one day how an imam got to heaven and you didn't get there. Hey, oh, hey, hey. Hey. Come on, come on. surprised. Repeat. Do you get you'll be very surprised how a, a Dalai Lama made it to heaven? You, you'll be very surprised. Do you, do you get it? So, we, we shouldn't restrict and think that ourselves and think that God loves the way we love, you know. And you see, that is one of the causes of major problems in the world that God loves us and doesn't love these people. So I can strap a bomb to myself and kill these people. And when I kill them, I will go to heaven and marry seven virgins. Seven Do you get what I'm saying? You know, Jesus Christ said that a day will come when people will kill you and think they are doing God a service. He was telling his disciples. That's right. That's right. You know, people can be very wicked to their fellow human beings and think that they are doing God's work. And God's cause. Meanwhile, they are totally wrong. Do you get it? When during during slavery, you see, um, there was there was a Bible. If you go to the Washington, I like going to these places. There's there's a there's a museum in Washington. It's called the uh, Bible Museum. Mm. And during slavery, they removed the Book of Exodus from that Bible, so that because they didn't want the slaves to read the Exodus and how the Israelites were able to get out of Egypt. <laughs> so that whole Bible does not include Exodus. <laughs> they took wow. the escape route out. Do, do, do you get it? They took the escape route out of the scripture. <laughs> Mercy. Mercy. They had Mercy. so many good reasons why they thought that that was justified at that time. Mm. You know, if you don't like someone, you can find scriptures to prove it or to mm. back up what you're saying. Yay. Very, very true. You, you get it. I remember a certain brother who wanted to leave his wife. <laughs> and he said that he went to listen to one camp, camp, camp meeting message. And in the message, the preacher was saying that people should be justified in leaving their wives for ABC reasons. And all those ABC reasons are is what he's experiencing. So he's going to do the same. And the preacher said, look, if you want to leave your wife, leave your wife. Don't use me as an excuse. Hey. <laughs> you get it? Don't use me as an excuse or as a reason. Oh my, oh my. What do you want to do? Do you get it? Yeah, people can find scriptures to back up. You see, you can find a verse to back up anything you want to do. Yeah. Anything you want to do, you can come up with a reason. 
and go to the scriptures to find a scripture to back what you're trying to do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I was saying that we sometimes see God's love through our eyes of uh, our biased viewpoint. So, do you understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that is why, for instance, many of the major evils in the world have somewhat been backed by a group of the church. Yes. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Because yep. the church was seeing even their love that if we love this this way, then God must approve of it. Mm. You get it? So the, 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 the Protestant church in, for us in Germany was supporting Hitler because they believed that what Hitler was doing was right and that it was God-sanctioned. Yeah. Do, do, do you see what I'm saying? So that, that's what happens when we tend to uh, think that God loves the way we love. Mm. And normally our love, human love, is very corrupt. Hey. Very corrupted. You see, that is why if someone does not like you, you shouldn't be so bothered. Because that is corrupt love anyway. Mm. Do, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Someone excludes you. Someone does not involve you in their company. And that is corrupt love. The Bible said God so loved the world. Only God mm. can love the world. That's Human right. beings can't love the world. Come on. We can love our own. We can love our own culture, our own clan, our own skin color. But we can't love the world. Hallelujah. Yeah. And I pray that at the end of this meeting, you have the love of God. That loves the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Amen. love of God that loves. You see, if you think about all these racism things, culturalism and tribalisms on the nationalisms, all the isms. All, see, the, all the isms that are going on. Hey. A reflection of man's love for himself. Oh. Wow. People of his own culture and color and nationality. Yes. You get it. That, that is all there is. All yes. the all the isms that are going on, you have tribalism, uh, you name it. If you come to the country that I come from, mm. we don't have um, racism. I'm we preaching. Tribalism. Preaching. Mm. Hey. Like the other tribe. Hey. Married from that tribe. All your family members may not attend your wedding. Go there. Go there. Go there. And I come from, my father comes from a certain tribe, and I was hey. given a special name. Number nine. Throughout college, I had to hide that name because the type of insinuations and comments wow. that what I was I met was so painful oh. that I had to hide that name for seven years. Wow! <laughs> so that people would know where I come from. And it's, what is the result? People love themselves. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? That, because if you realize that, you see, God did not create, um, for instance, when he was creating us, his intention was not to create people to be totally antagonistic against each other. We are a result of God's love for diversity. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, God, everything that God made, he created many of it. You get it? If you look at apples, there are so many apples at the grocery store. Sometimes you don't even know which one to choose from. The green apple, yellow apple, Fiji apple, 
uh, what different types, and it's a Brian reflection of God's love for diversity. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And you and I must also develop that love uh, to love different things on different people or different countries. You get some of you, your life will be a bit richer if you can just extend your taste palettes outside your culture right. to another culture. Right. That, that that tacos taste good. That you can eat filet mignon. That you can eat eba. It's a name. Did you get it? That you can eat some salad when someone gives you salad. Don't okay. spit on it. Oh, what is this? Goat food. I'm not goat food. You get it. Need some greens in your life. Mm. Don't say ask for me. Ask for me. I I can't eat anything that hasn't doesn't have soup surrounding it. Uh-huh. An oasis. Are you an oasis? Everything <laughs> needs soup an island, around an it. Again. <laughs> <laughs> island <laughs> island meals everything <laughs> around it and the knee of a cow on top of it some one of our church members visited another yeah. church member you see what happened i think it was international sunday Okay. And the guy made this mashed, uh, you know, mashed uh, plantain, oh, okay. mashed plantain, and you know, Ghanaian meal and peanuts and things. And the person who was serving the food was so adamant of boiling of boiling an egg. Do you get it? Complete so, the meal. Boiled an egg. And the guy, the, the other lady who wanted to taste the meal, was so hungry. That you know, it's like just bring the food and let's start eating. And the lady said, Wait, we need to boil an egg, we need to boil an egg. So she brought an egg and then put it on top. And so then so the lady asked, So what is the egg doing on top? Said, what is the egg doing there? Couldn't we have finished eating before enjoying the egg? It's a garnish, it's a garnish. <laughs> what is the egg doing on top? Do you understand what I'm saying? But yeah. I'm saying that to just encourage you that you see your life will be richer and more enjoyable if you can break out of your culture a bit mm. do you understand and yeah. truth to be told not everything in your culture is good oh it's true true it's true because a lot of things in your culture is a result of bad habits that have been transferred from Dunder. generation to generation Dunder. to generation Dunder. you get it but in your culture in your culture a man beats a woman Hey, hey! That is not biblical. Yes, very true. That's true. You understand what I'm saying? In your culture, a woman should ask the man for money. Yes. You know, to buy her her personal things. That is not a good culture. Okay. I'm down with some money. Yes, you know tense. You know tense. Hey. You get what I'm saying? Yes, no, don't think that everything was for me. I'm, it's my culture. It's my culture. It's my culture. Not every culture is good. Mm, and some cultures need to be dropped, you know, yes. for God to have his way. Yes. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? And uh, that is why when Peter, um, when the church started, it was a Jewish church. The church was all in Jerusalem. 
and only Jews were in the church. And then God told Peter, he gave him a dream, and in the dream, in the book of Acts chapter 10, he saw a, a huge sheet of animals. And then God told Peter, kill and eat. And Peter said, look, God, um, I don't eat unclean things. You know, I don't eat unclean things. And then through that vision, God told him that he was trying to extend the gospel to the Gentiles. You see, and God told him that what he has called clean, let no man call unclean. Amen. Do you understand what I'm saying? That Amen. what I have called unclean, that this gospel must be preached to non-Jews alike. Do you understand? It must be preached to people in Chile, people in Peru, people yes. in Cambodia, people yes. in Africa, people in Denmark. Do you understand? People all over the world must hear the gospel. Because God is a universal God. You yes. know, and he loves people from whatever country, creed, nationality, language that they're from. God loves them. Yes. Amen. If the hadn't obeyed that, the gospel would have stayed in Jerusalem. Wow. And only Jerusalem, it would have stayed. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And, you know, before I even get into the, the, how to, you know, from a church perspective, let me just apply to your life a little bit. You understand that yes. you should try and extend the boundaries of your life because culture limits. Do you understand? Culture limits. You see, some of you, perhaps, your best mate is not someone from your own country. Mm. Preach. I'm preaching. Mm -hmm. You're preaching. Your best, the person who will be very loving to you who will be willing to love you the way you are is from your tribe. You get it? Why are you all quiet on me? It's not someone from your tribe or someone from your culture or someone from your country. It could be that God has prepared something for you, but that thing is not from your country. What do you do? You do. <laughs> yeah, what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> Don't ever think that God's dealings with you have to deal have to do with whatever is within your country or your tribe. You know, recently if you heard the morning uh, first service that our bishop was preaching, he said that he had a spiritual father from Malaysia. Yeah. You do you understand who had been a great blessing to him? From Malaysia, you would have thought that, okay, a spiritual father should always come from your country. But God perhaps had prepared someone in Malaysia for you. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? Or yeah. God prepared a wife in Singapore for you. Hey. Or a wife from India for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you, you, see, you, you, you are surrounding yourself with just these six Ghanaian ladies that you know. Hey. And then the six knows the, all the reasons why all the five bounced you. And then you're doing everything you can to make it work, and it's not working. I had the Gucci bags, and but you don't know that she has six good reasons why. 
Shine your eyes. Shine your eyes. Jesus. They know your background when you were a child at five years old. They know oh. everything, everything about you. They know your history. And when they check your history, they say, look, this guy's a potential husband. Your record is tainted within your own little tribe. Do you get it? So then, it makes sense to move. 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 That's what the Bible says. In him we live, in him we move, and in him we have our being. Man. God is a moving God. Hallelujah. God is a moving God. He moves you geographically. He moves you culturally. He moves you occupationally. You know, sometimes you have to move out of your occupation to the other. Do you understand? From one ministry to the other, to be moving you from, from church to the other church. He is a moving God. And wow. you can't just constrict yourself to one thing, one way of doing things, one way of religion, one way of doing... Even if you look in Christianity, the way we do Christianity has changed, or we do church. The Bible hasn't changed. But you realize that we don't sing hymns as much as we used to sing anymore. Do you get it? Uh, yeah, can you imagine we come to church and all of you have a hymn book? <laughs> you know... And then you have cathedrals, you know this big cathedral. Sometimes you enter, you're even afraid. <laughs> you, get you realize that that stage has moved on. You know, that God is doing a different kind of church. And now people are even having churches targeted towards um, different groups of people. Like they have church towards the homeless. Just homeless people only. Yeah. Get they have church towards fire, um, fire department workers. They carry the pulpit and go to fire departments and have churches. Some have bus churches where the pastor gets a bus, takes a lot of homeless people, put them in a bus, feed them, preach to them, wow. drive them around town, and then release them. Wow. You're and now you see that we are having internet church. Internet church. The times have changed. God is a moving God. Amen. Do you understand? And if you keep to yourself, as for me, I, I'm the only kinky. I eat kinky, kinky and fish. That's all I eat. I only eat. And you have someone who's giving you spaghetti and meatballs. Is it what is this? Is it worms? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what lasagna is. Mercy. You get it? Yeah. You, you know what? You see, what, one of the things I learned someone, I think I was sharing this with uh, Pastor Steve. The one day I was watching a documentary about this guy, uh, uh, this president of Russia. What's his name? Putin. Putin, he says that he learns something new every year. Mm. Wow. And he says that that's what keeps him young and keeps him going and fresh. Okay. He learns every year. He will learn, like this year, I'm learning judo. Next year, I'm learning golf. Every year, he picks up something new to learn. And th that thing, eh, that variety enriches your life. Mm. Yeah. God created diversity to enrich our life. I mean, can't you see that our church is enriched? Yeah. That when we are having flow services, we have people singing from India, people from Switzerland, you know, people from America, people from different parts of the world. That diversity brings some richness in your life. Do you understand what I'm saying? And you should also personally... In incorporate some diversity in your life 
the food you eat try to be diverse do, do you understand what i'm saying i had a boss who every day of the week they eat a different meal from a different country so wednesday oh, wow. they call it taco wednesdays in his home and he dresses like a mexican and all his children dress oh. like hey, hey. Iris, Amen. May you receive such a wonderful husband in Jesus. Amen. 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 And not every day, right says to you. Right says to you. Forgive, forgive, forgive. Hallelujah. Amen. with me. I get a big amen from all of you. Amen. Amen. Isn't it a blessing to you? Yeah. Yes. Blessing. You know, sometimes I talk to people who live in New York City. You know, I remember when our church started uh, in New York, we're being encouraged to move out of New York. You see, and it's through that movement that you have diverse branches in America that everywhere you go, almost in the States, obviously you can find a church just because we didn't keep to ourselves. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. And I was talking to a guy and says, oh, why didn't you move when that wave? He says, oh, he, he won't move because in New York, he can take a subway and buy any grocery food that he wants to buy. <laughs> and I was wondering what makes people, do you get what I'm saying? What makes people so, so isolated and so in certain bubbles and don't want to move out meanwhile there could be a better life for you somewhere else you understand what i'm saying church yes a better world a better life better friends or whatever you call better could be there for you do you get what i'm saying so you should not restrict yourself to one thing one way of eating one way of dressing do you understand? One way of doing things. Many of you should have friends from different backgrounds and different cultures. Because if all your friends think like you, hmm. you are not getting different inputs from different sources. Hmm. Yeah. Do, you, do you get what I'm saying? You see, yesterday I was talking to a guy from South India. Uh, we're talking about something. And the guy gave me such a wonderful perspective that a non-Indian person couldn't have given to me. Amazing perspective about something I was working on. Do a bit again? So, I came to encourage you that if you really want to enjoy God, that you must be a person who is global, universal in your outlook of life amen amen some of you should have the courage to try different meals is that a good thing it's a good thing it's a good thing in this one of the things that have helped us brace this lockdown in my home is the try of different meals Almost every other day, we are trying something new. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yeah. Because variety is the spice of life. I'm visiting, bro. Variety makes life spicy and beautiful. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Let's go to uh, the book of Acts 11. I'm ending on this verse. The book wow. of Acts. It says that, see what happened when the church decided to reach out to a group of people who were not like them. Are you ready to hear? Mm. It's, it's Acts 11, 19. It says that, I'm reading for the New Living. Oh, let's read from the Message Bible. Those who had been scattered by the persecution triggered by Stephen's death, traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch. But they were only speaking and dealing with their fellow Jews. Do you see that? That they were mm -hmm. dealing with just their fellow Jews, okay? Then some of the men from Cyprus and Cyrene who had come to Antioch started talking to Greeks. Do you see that now? they started talking to Greeks, giving them the message to the master of the master Jesus. Verse 21, it says that God was pleased with what they were doing and he put his stamp of approval on it. Quite a number of the Greeks believed and turned to the master. Wow. The message, let me read from the New Living Translation. It says that, Verse 20, however, some of the believers who went to Antioch from Cyprus and Cyrene began preaching to the Gentiles about the Lord, okay? But verse 19 says that they were the, another group just decided that they're going to preach to Jews only. Then verse 21, the power of the Lord was with them, and a large number of these Gentiles believed and turned to the Lord. Do you get it? And verse 22 says that, And when the church at Jerusalem we heard what had happened, they sent Barnabas to Antioch. And when he arrived and saw this evidence of God's blessing, he was filled with joy and he encouraged the believers to stay true to the Lord. So you see the result of what happens, of the results of one group targeting the people who are like them. Okay? And another group targeting people who are not like them. And you could see the impact. The Bible says that the power of the Lord was with them. Why? Because God saw that they were extending the gospel to people who were not just like them. Do you get it? They were extending the gospel to the Gentiles. And God also added his power. I believe that God also will add his power to us. Do you get it? To our efforts. If we also begin to reach out to people who are not like us. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? People yeah. come from the same country that we come from. Because see, a church can be so tribalistic that every member of the church comes from the pastor's tribe. Mercy. Not even the country. Let's not even talk about the country. It could be so tribalistic that every member of the church comes from the pastor's tribe. Yeah. And then you can extend it further that the members of the church comes from the pastor's country only the members of his country but that is a limitation you know because how many of your country members do you have in the world mm. can you imagine if apple would have been a global company if they decided to sell only to americans mm -mm. that part not even americans only americans in california hey <laughs> Do you think it's been a global company? Uh, no. No. 
you know, but they reached out to the world. You see, companies are reaching out to the world. So you must also have a world view that a church can have a, someone like Jimmy, you know, someone like Diana, someone like yeah. a, a Marian from Afghanistan. Amen. You see, That's it. can That's have it. someone like Daiwo from Mexico. That's it. I have someone like Vicky from France. I have someone like Calvin from Jamaica. Thank God for the global church. Someone like Yolanda from Hyderabad. National church. That's it. That's it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And someone like Duncan from Tampa. Yeah. Wow. You know, that is God's power. God's power. God's power was with them. God's mm -hmm. power begins to kick in when we begin to also reach out to That's people who are not like us. And I have been in a church that is not as diverse. And I said I didn't enjoy that much, that church that much. Mm. Because the same songs are sung every Sunday. The Ooh. same examples, the same windows. You see, when we have International Sunday, it's the same food we are eating. And when you have a global church, people are just bringing things from different parts of the world. Do you understand? And that is why God has touched our hearts as a church to have branches in Fiji, you know, Papua New Guinea, Vanuatu, Australia, New Zealand. You know, it is all a reflection of the character of God. That God right. the global God. Hallelujah. When you Amen. start a business, decide to go global with it. Amen. Yeah, Amen. In your life, decide to go global with your business. Mm. You understand? Decide to go global in your ministry. That you will not minister to just one group of people. Do you get it? But just different groups of people. In your job search, don't even limit your job search to just your zip code. Look across the country. Hey. Don't limit your meals to just um one type of meal <laughs> a lot do, do, do you get it just one okay. meal no Ex expand your appetites and your palates okay. in your friendships in your friendships you see the reason why sometimes our churches can't expand because the members don't have friends outside their own culture mm. wow yeah that is the reason why our churches can't expand because churches grow by friendship and referrals. Do you understand? And this person, and we realize that our church members don't have, many of you don't even have friends outside your culture. That is why you are not likely to do very well in the country that you are in. Wow. Because you don't have people who are well connected to the country you are in. Mercy. Mercy. Yeah, you are not likely to do well. A friend of mine was talking helping to, us. A friend of mine was talking to an American friend, and you asked him, "So how do you build wealth?" He says, "Oh, he says I buy a huge tract of land. Do you get it? Mm -hmm. And I put goats and cows on it, so I don't pay property taxes. So That's the it. The government regards that as a farm. That's it. And then after twenty years, a Walmart or a Target will come and buy the land." Ooh. And then that will make me that may, makes me a millionaire. That's what I do. How would you have such an idea if all you hang out with are people in your own circle? 
Then you are complaining, oh, it's hard to prosper. It's hard to prosper here. It's not easy to make money. What it is, is that your culture limits you. I'm closed up. Your culture closes you up. And in Mercy. the world, you see that every Mercy. culture that is very closed up doesn't develop. Mercy. Yeah. Listen, my wife and I were watching a TV about, um, I don't know, John, would you remember? Uh, and a group of people in Vanuatu, they walk naked in the forest. Naked, naked, male, female, husband, mother, father. You are going to your neighbor to go and fetch water. You go naked. Adam and minded. That's how they live. That's how they live. You go to church naked. I mean, church pastor preaching naked. I mean, okay. The talent, the, the soloist comes to sing naked. I mean, today I'm gonna sing the song Open Your Eyes that I may see Jesus. <laughs> In this song, you better open your eyes. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> and, and, and one of the reasons I realized was that it was a result of their isolation. From the mm. world. Wow. And that is why many of us also don't do well in life. Mercy. Yeah, because you are very you you live in America with five states, but you are isolated. Mm. Yeah. You live in your own little bubble. A bubble. A bubble. That's it. You are very isolated. You're not connecting with people. Even in church, you don't even come to church to connect with people. You get it? That even as a church, anytime we connect on, let's say, on um, what do you call it? On our meetings, we 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 um uh let's say the flow meetings and we are learning different things. We learn a lot about even how to handle uh, the COVID. Do, do you understand? We we learn so many things. Just by connecting, other things begin to flow into your life. Just by connecting. So I challenge you this morning to leave here. Yes. Yes. That you are going to leave your bubble. Hallelujah. Think Amen. Do you understand? Think internationally. That your ministry will go international. Hallelujah. That Amen. your business will go international. Amen. You're going to have international friends Amen. around you. Amen. Like Amen. the example I gave you, the guy who just reached out to someone outside his group, he told him, look, I buy a tract of land and I hope one day Walmart will buy it. And he says, I go to the city center and look at how the city is being developed. And say, okay, this is a retail part. Thanks. And he just buys the retail part. Five, ten years, Walmart will come and give him hundred million dollars for the land or whatever. Something he bought for fifty thousand. That's how he builds wealth. Mm. But this is something that may not occur to you if you are hang, just hanging out with just your kind. People from domain. Mercy. Domain is a small town in Ghana. <laughs> it means if you love. Let me come. That's the name of the city. <laughs> That everybody comes from your friends, your Facebook friends, everybody, your church members, everybody comes from that little town. I can assure you that you will not learn so many things in life.
and your life wouldn't be as rich. And I encourage you that reach out. Hallelujah. Reach Amen. out. Marry that woman. Marry that man. Date that guy. The fact that he doesn't come from your country doesn't mean that he can't be a good woman. Or a Truth be told, what has the one from your country even done for you anyway? Oh, say it again. Take you for granted. Oh. You, don't, you don't know the love of a Venezuelan. If you know it, you will not marry a gay woman again. You don't know Dennis, Dennis love, Dennis love, the love of a Dennis woman. <laughs> Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk Mm. For however, you, however, for you and everything. <laughs> however, <laughs> Southern African, <laughs> the Southern African women also they are hey. not in food. That's why you are something uh, else. They are very lean, mm -hmm. but then the men are very lean. But then their love is also level. Hey. <laughs> they, they wear clothes. Everybody can see. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't know. The love of an Argentinian man looks like. Someone mm. who will take you on the boat cruise and not think about it. You're preaching. Do you get it? I'm yeah. yes. Not some nice <laughs> steak. He say, "How much is this steak? It's too expensive." <laughs> I said too much. Oh, right. <laughs> Hallelujah! Yeah, you don't know. Man. You don't know. You don't know what a friend from Uruguay would, Uruguay would do for you. Mm -hmm. That's right. You don't know. Nowadays, you see, the world has become so connected that you don't even have to be in another country to work at all. What is happening is a lot of people are looking for jobs outside America. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of people in um, outside the world are also looking for jobs in America because mm -hmm. more money, cheaper for the, the the companies here, and also more mm -hmm. money for the people there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People are so we, we 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 I think this pandemic eh, has taught us to live globally. We've gone seamless. Preach. Yeah. You get it. I think God has used it to globalize the world. For the gospel to reach other parts of the world. That's it. That's it. Everybody's preaching to the world now. Even the stupidity are even reaching to the world. And if you are stupid, your stupidity reaches to the world. <laughs> yeah, via Facebook and Instagram and things like that. You know. People so, have become high tech, Rev. So I encourage you, look, don't limit yourself. At all. You understand? Don't limit yourself. Our God is a global God. Amen. Took Joseph from Israel to Egypt. Do you understand? You could see that he took Ruth from places, Esther from one place to another place. You see, and you can also do well in another country that is not your country. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you get? It? And throughout the Bible, we've seen it. Paul went from the Israelites to the Gentile world, and he became Paul because in Israel they didn't like him. You know, he was just he had a bad record and a bad reputation. Yeah. 
Bad history. Just try to break, break some boundaries here and enrich your life. Okay. God bless you so much on this International Sunday. Wow. God bless wow. you. Thank you, Ray. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Am I, I going to see you eating some tacos going forward? Emmanuel. Yeah. Emmanuel, I want to see you some tacos and some, and some <laughs> Filipino. <laughs> I want us to lift up our hands and pray for the countries in South America, okay? Yeah, I want you to pick a country and pray for them that there will be churches there will be pastors yes be missionaries yes that we will plant churches in these places yes, amen that's peru and in brazil and just just you see the slide there's a slide in front of you just pick any country and just pray i want to hear you pray just just lift up your voice and pray right now just ask god to yes lord Pray over every country in South America, O Lord. We pray that your word would travel, O God, that it will reach every country.